You're listening to the Homeschooling Families Podcast by Teach Them Diligently. Welcome. Every week, we bring you simple answers to help your homeschool family thrive. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. This week, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my heart for a while, and that's the importance of living in community with one another. God created us and called us to be part of a body of believers, but I talk to so many who are isolated, often by choice. Prioritizing community always seemed like a foreign concept to me. As a deeply introverted person by nature, I never saw the need to invest in community at all. But has God ever changed my heart and my focus through the years? So this week, we're going to look at community through both biblical and practical lenses. We'll be discussing several agreed-upon benefits of community and then marveling at how God's plan for us are truly always best. So throughout this episode, we'll explore five very practical benefits from community, extended benefits from community that impact your life, and then how to find and plug into community. Before we dive into that conversation, though, I want to invite you to join us at a Teach Them Diligently event this year or in Teach Them Diligently 365 all year long. TTD events and resources have been used by the Lord to impact countless homeschool families just like yours by encouraging their hearts, refocusing their minds, and helping them find joy and order in what God has called them to do. It's truly a joy to get together with thousands of others who are making decisions that put the hearts and minds of their family first. Please make your plans to join us this season in Round Rock, Texas or Pigeon Forge, Tennessee for a three-day celebration of faith, family, and homeschooling unlike you've ever experienced. Get more details, including a list of speakers and resources that can be found there by visiting teachthemdiligently.net forward slash events. Again, that's teachthemdiligently.net forward slash events. We cannot wait to see you there. Now, I noted earlier that I am by nature an introvert, and I, I honestly thought I was just fine with just David, the kids, and the rest of our family around me. I joked for a long time about how ironic it was that God called me to serve families through Teach Them Diligently because I was such an introvert. In fact, when we first started Teach Them Diligently, I would often sneak away a few times during each event and and literally hide under tables in dark rooms just to catch a few minutes to compose myself before I'd get back out into the crowds again. It's rather amazing to me how profoundly God has changed my perspective on that. So to be as passionate about community and investing in the lives of other people as I am now is not something that came naturally to me, or at least it didn't used to. When I was younger, I was incredibly shy and unbelievably introverted. In fact, everything inside of me was was kind of locked down. And I still struggle with that because that's that's kind of naturally who I am. Part of my testimony, though, is how God has taken that part of me, which still exists, and stretched it and molded it and used just a love for people and a love for God in his kingdom to really reshape me in every way. So now I really do see a desperate need for community and for being involved in other people's lives 
for giving of myself, for authenticity, and for all of the things that were a struggle for me for so many years. So if that's a struggle for you, if you just really prefer the quiet and are very introverted and feel like you really don't need people in your life, please listen to this episode because this really is something that I hope will change your perspective and and will really be instructive for you. But now, if, if you're extroverted and you know you need people in your life, I promise that this is going to be instructive for you as well. And you may learn why people have such an impact on you. So we're going to look for just a few minutes today at some of the benefits of community, because as the Lord has grown Teach Them Diligently, our main purpose or one of our many purposes has been to structure the way that we're serving your families into a year-round community where we can all grow together. Our mission is to help families grow and become stronger by pointing them to Jesus and by producing resources and walking alongside them in every way. And we've discovered that the best way to do that is through community. So I got to be honest with you. I was actually dumbfounded with the results of a survey that we ran earlier this year as we hosted the voting for our Homeschool Family Favorites Guide. In that survey, we asked a question about, are you in a homeschool co-op? Now, historically, those who have filled out that survey have overwhelmingly been in a co-op, but not this time. Now, overwhelmingly, that has flipped and people are not engaged in co-ops. So through the pandemic, when we should have recognized our need for people even more, we're actually seeing people pull back and, and getting out of communities rather than plugging in. And I wonder if some of it is because we're just tired. We're tired of social media. We're tired of the combatant atmosphere all around us. We're exhausted with all the stuff that's going on. And all of that is valid. But we need to remember that God created us to dwell together in community. He created us to be a body and to work with and serve with one another. So that's what we're going to look at today. And then I'll have some ideas for you at the end on how to implement all of this. So I wanted to very quickly go through five or six of the benefits of community. Um, Now, so these are widely known because as I was studying for this podcast, I came across really very similar lists to this one over and over and over again. So I want you to know this isn't unique to me. This isn't something that I just came up with. Um, And actually, because it was in so many articles, I'm not even planning to cite one because they all basically said the same things. These are generally accepted benefits of community. So again, you'll find them over and over and over again. The first benefit of community that we see is knowledge and learning. When you're in community, you are much more likely to be learning and growing, and you have greater opportunities to share ideas with each other and to learn from others' experiences. Sadly, we undervalue the knowledge and the learning and the growth part of being in a community. And as homeschooling parents, we desperately need that. We need to feel like we are growing and we are learning. That's, that's a very fulfilling thing. I remember when I was a young homeschool mom, I found that I was learning so much as I was teaching the kids and learning alongside of them. And and that's one type of learning. 
But also when you're engaging with other adults, when you're sharing your thoughts, you're sharing your ideas, you're learning in a whole lot of other ways. As you're listening to others and learning from their experience or from what they have experienced, your view of the world expands. You become more empathetic. You understand or learn to appreciate others' points of view more as you're talking to people from all over the place and from different backgrounds with different interests, different parenting styles, and so forth. So you're learning and you're growing by listening to all of them. And that is one of the huge values or benefits of being in a community. We weren't meant to be stagnant. We weren't meant to get so tunnel visioned in our own way of doing things and our own experiences that we're never moving forward. We were meant to learn and grow and become more all the time. And so the first benefit of being in a community is that we are given ample opportunities to learn and grow together with others. The second benefit of being in a community that I I actually think that we think of first is the connections. Community provides a personal connection with people. You know, we're told throughout God's word to love one another as God loved us. But the truth of the matter is that we can't love people if we're not engaging with them. We can't possibly build relationships that are built on love if we don't invest time and energy in them. So a community gives us a great spot to invest in people to build those connections. And those connections are going to play out in some of the other things that we're going to talk about because there are also so many additional benefits just from having those connections. Also, just from a mental health standpoint, Being in a community with one another gives you a sense of belonging. You have a spot. You belong. You know, I belong with David. I belong in my family. I belong in my church. I belong with my Teach Them Diligently 365 sisters. I belong. That's part of who I am. It shapes decisions that I make. It shapes the way that I plan my days. Because I belong, and that's a wonderful, wonderful, satisfying thing. The other thing about the connections that that you make within community is that you have support. Obviously, you can have support from within your own family, yes, but you also need the support that comes from your church body, your homeschool community, and so on. We see this over and over and over again. It could be prayer support with follow-up calls, texts, and messages. It could be coming over and doing something physically for you. There are countless ways that this support is shown, and we're actually going to talk about that more um, in just a minute, but you have to have that support. But you've got to to know that you've got your people, they, that there are the, those around you that have your back. Um, You know, I did a a workshop several years ago in Ohio where I talked about the fact that not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together, like Hebrews 12 says, actually has the idea that if you forsake getting together with other believers, you're leaving people in a lurch. You're not supporting the body with the things that you bring to the table. You're removing yourself and therefore others will stumble because of it. That's a really, really big deal. 
Have you ever stopped to think about the fact that being engaged in a community not only is good for you, but what you bring to the table is good for everybody else in that community? They need you as much as you need them. So for the good of all, get connected in a community. But, you know, that that connection, that, that community connection that you can have also gives you a sense of purpose. You're working together with a group of people to accomplish something that it could be to grow your family. So I'll use community within TTD 365 as an example here. There are ladies in there working together and sharing ideas and having conversations every single day to help them homeschool better or parent better, or keep their homes better, or tend their marriages better. There's accountability in there as well as a wealth of ideas being shared. And people are growing. And these are people from all over the world who are communicating with one another and growing together because they have plugged into this community. You belong in community in order to accomplish things. That gives you a sense of purpose. It also gives order to your days because you see more of what your priority should be, where you should be going, what your direction should be. This is really super important stuff. And those connections that you make within community are unbelievably valuable for helping refine your vision and move you in the right direction. Learning and growing and refining all along the way, those are just two of the great benefits that you find from being in community. The next thing that we're going to talk about that you'll find when you get out of, or that you can get out of being in a community, is creativity and inspiration. Now, homeschool moms are great about sharing ideas. But not only are they sharing ideas and are we kind of passing around things that we are, we've done, but the cool thing about doing that in a community is that those ideas grow. And that's what's so awesome about this. So, for example, let's say I get an idea from a book I read and I put my little spin on it that's from me personally. So then I pass on this idea that I've personalized and the idea just keeps growing and growing and changing and modifying and getting better and getting richer and getting cooler and all kinds of new stuff comes out of it because within this community of like-minded, similarly focused women, we are all talking together about the things that we're doing. Then I get to get inspired by what I see them doing. That's giving life to me because God created me to benefit from seeing what other people are doing. So then I can go out and do what he's called me to do by taking maybe a little bit of this and a little bit of that, um, you know, listening to other people's ideas, definitely discarding some because it's not right for me or it isn't right for my family at this time. But I'm able to piece together what I'm learning from others to create something amazing for my family. And it takes the pressure off of me having to come up with all of these ideas on my own. I find community now to be so life-giving in so many ways And again, just to reiterate what I said at the beginning, I was one of those people who would have absolutely shied away from it naturally. I would rather just be still and quiet with my family, and I was fine with that, I thought. But I wasn't. 
because I was created for more. So I still should be prioritizing my family. That is still my very first priority. But allowing myself to experience community with so many others has been a really, really big way that God has grown me and helped me actually be a better wife, be a better mom, be a better homeschooler. And I want to see you grow in that way as well. The fourth thing uh, that community is really, really powerful for is practical help. Now, this this shows up most obviously when you're looking at a local community. This can show up in childcare, in sharing rides, in carpooling places. There have even been times in my life when I've been ridiculously busy and I've had friends that have come over as cleaning fairies and just helped me in the house. Uh, they often did that while I was gone and would just leave cleaning fairy dust all over the place so I knew they were there. Last week, actually, I was I was privileged to babysit for a young single mom in our church. And after I put the kids in bed, I was able to do a little bit of cleaning up for her because she's just doing so much right now and she was overwhelmed. That was my my pleasure and my privilege to get to do. I was able to support and offer practical help to her because we are in community with one another. God put us in a place to get invested in that place. And that's where this practical help, this serving one another in love really comes into play. But I've even been able to see very practical help like this happening through like the TTD 365 community groups, these virtual groups that are connecting moms from all over. I've seen meals being sent to moms that have had surgery or, or who are going through a hard time. Um, you know, they've, they've sent gift cards. They've sent meal delivery systems where they've just had groceries delivered. There are so many ways that you can practically help, even from a distance, now that it's really easy to get involved in people's lives no matter where they are. Living in community and thriving in that by showing love is good for the ones served, but it's good for the ones that are serving as well because I guarantee you that the ones who are investing in this are as excited and are getting as much out of it as the one that's on the receiving end. So being able to practically help meeting needs or having your own own needs met are wonderful parts of living in community with one another and thriving in that way. We've gone through four of our benefits so far of living in community with one another. The, the last one, the fifth one that I wanted to talk about is wisdom. Wisdom is another thing that you get in community, but, but you don't get wisdom in a vacuum. Wisdom comes through mentoring. It comes through discipleship, through talking to people who've had different experiences and backgrounds than you do and that are able to share those with you. Whenever whenever I speak or write, I always define discipleship as leveraging what God has taught me for the good of someone else. Um, I often apply that to parenting because we talk so much about discipleship-focused parenting. And as a mom, I want more than anything to leverage what God has taught me for the good of my children. I want them to not make the same mistakes that I've made. I want them to learn the lessons that I learned way earlier than I learned them. 
And discipleship is truly what we get to do within the context of living in community. This is where Titus 2 is lived out as older moms turn around and we invest in the younger moms. No matter how old or mature you are, I promise there's always somebody behind you. There's always somebody for you to invest in. Someone who needs your wisdom, your experience, and what you bring to the table. So that's another way that you can thrive in community by just investing in the people around you. If you look at even the extended benefits of living in community, there's strength and sustainability. I'm sure that you've heard statements like there's strength in numbers or many hands make like work. You get all of that through community. Sustainability is another great benefit. You know, if you're isolating yourself and you're living on an island, so to speak, you're much more likely to give up homeschooling or give up whatever endeavor you're on because you're trying to do it all by yourself. You were not created to do that. So strength and sustainability that you get by being in a community cannot be overstated. There's actually even health benefits from being in community. It's scientifically and medically proven to benefit you from a health standpoint. And a lot of it comes in from mental health, like we talked about earlier. All of these different things that you gain really impacts your mental health and your physical health. There's a lightness to you, so you're much more inclined to get outside and do things. There's more accountability, so if you're struggling with something, there's generally someone around who can help you stay on track. There's a sense of belonging, and that sense of acceptance goes so far. And then there's the benefits that just come from caring other people, the joy that you get, the fulfillment that you get by meeting those needs. God's plan for his people is so wonderful. And he's planned for us to be in community with one another. And then, of course, we share our resources. We're able to not only share our ideas and our tips and our wisdom, but we also can share our resources. Again, whether you're in close proximity or whether it's a virtual community, you're able to share these things that have been such a help to you. Also, while we're on this point, I just want to note that you have to be willing to accept that help too. For so many of us, we are super quick to offer our help. We're quick to give. We're quick to, to just jump in and meet needs and all of that. But we're very, very slow to ask for help or to receive help of any kind. So please remember, it benefits everybody when you're giving and receiving. We can't remove from our friends the blessing of ministering to us as well. So when the cleaning fairies, for example, came to my house, it was a mega blessing to me. It absolutely brought tears to my eyes and brought me to my knees in gratitude. But for them, it was a labor of love. It was something that they wanted to do and they were excited to do it. You know, when you have a surprise that you're really excited to do that, that's a really big deal. So we've got to stop restricting people's ability to minister to us. And community gives us a great opportunity to serve and to be served the way that God intended. So how do you find community? It's super easy, especially as believers, because God's design for how we live every single day is so wrapped up in community. 
first of all, you find a good church and you get plugged in and you really, really, truly start investing in people's lives. I cannot encourage you strongly enough to find someone in your church that who can mentor you and then find someone that you can mentor. If you get that ball rolling, I think you'll be amazed at how quickly that can even spread through your church. You could be a catalyst for starting a whole new heart of mentorship and discipleship within your church. Just ask. Seek people out that can be in those relationships with you. Plug into interest groups that can provide a different kind of community. You know, homeschooling groups, field trip groups, co-ops. Um, sports are a great way to build community because you have a lot in common and you're spending a lot of time together as you're watching your kids play or practice or traveling to and from games or whatever it is. So those are very easy kinds of interest groups to get involved in. Maybe you're in a quilting group or a knitting group or a book club. Um, we actually have a number of book reading or study groups within the TTD 365 apps, along with community groups and meetup groups, as well as a lot of special interest groups in there. Those are all loosely connected communities, but people are sharing what they're reading and, and what they're getting out of it, and people are getting recommendations. And so in each little group, you've got people learning and growing You've got people sharing their wisdom and their resources. You've got all of these elements of community playing out in those groups within the TTD app. And you see that over and over and over again. So community can look a lot of different ways. And I would encourage you, first of all, to find community locally. Sec or locally. <laughs> Secondly, find community within the larger Teach Them Diligently family. Um, come to events, join us there, plug in with people. You're going to be amazed at how it feels to be surrounded by thousands of others who look like you and think like you and are ordering their lives like you. I've had so many people note that they didn't know that they were thirsty for this until they came there and now they just cannot get enough. So join us at a Teach Them Diligently event. Join Teach Them Diligently 365. Plug into the community groups and special interest groups there. Many join 365 to take advantage of the audios and the videos, and those are absolutely amazing. We literally have over 3,000 on-demand resources for you there. But the ones who are in a community group and then plug into those, take advantage of the experience from women from all ages, all across the country, who are doing the exact same things day in and day out that you are, just at different stages of the way. It is an incredibly valuable, valuable community to plug into. The final thing that I wanted to share with you is just something that God has really taught me lately, and that is that you do have to be cautious with plugging in too much. You have to know what is your community for now and what is outside of what you should be doing now. So you've got to constantly be taking assessment of where you are with your family because your family, like I noted before, has to be your number one priority. That should remain number one, your number one place to plug in, your number one community, always your family. And if you try to plug into too many places at once or stay up with too many things, it can actually suck the life right out of you. 
I've heard from a lot of people who are in 365 that they've given up all over all other social media because it did. It sucked the life right out of them. 365 has become their social media. That's their way of just chatting with people that are outside of their local area. No ads, no clutter, no drama, no black holes to fall into where you waste a lot of time. And that's exactly how we want 365 to be. Just a wonderful wonderful, godly community. So let's get rid of all the stuff that's cluttering our minds and that's causing us stress and causing us anxiety. Let's purge all that's overwhelming us and let's plug into community where we can edify and encourage one another, where we can grow together, share resources, wisdom, and experience, where we can learn together, do all of these things and really focus the lion's share of our time and effort on local family things, local church things, local community things, where we can touch and feel and sit across the table and really enjoy fellowship with one another. So I hope this has been an encouragement to you. I I hope and pray that if you're not currently in the TTD 365 community, that you will join us there. I'm going to add a link to um, the show notes, but you can join 365 or learn more by going to teachthemdiligently.net forward slash join TTD365. Again, I hope and pray that you'll plug in with us there. Then I, I hope that you'll find some friends locally. I did a podcast earlier this year with Jenny Urich, who was saying that the way that she plugged in initially was just finding another mom and going to the park together. That's a beautiful start of community. So find yourself a great way to get plugged in and do it. Just dive in. All of these benefits are right there waiting for you when you do. I hope this has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. I hope that we get to see you in Round Rock or see you in Pigeon Forge uh, very, very soon. We're super excited about those events. And I hope and pray that we get to walk together throughout the year once you join 365. Um, Just, I can't overstate the importance to a homeschool family of plugging in there, allowing us to walk with you and so many others to walk with you all year long. Have a great rest of your day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently, so we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events, and then throughout the year when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community. Check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.